Good morning. It is Friday morning. And here the word of the Lord, Isaiah 44, 21. It's where I left off yesterday. Right after the interruption. <laughs> I'm sitting in my friend's garden and it is so beautiful because I'm surrounded by plants that are growing and I'm amazed. Everything gives glory and honor to God. The plants, the trees grow upward, praising Him. Even we know the waves obey Him as Jesus holds all things together. Even the cellular and atomic structure of positive and negatively charged electrons. He holds that together and the Bible tells us that in Ephesians. So yes, everything obeys Him and all the animals, everything that has breath, praise the Lord. So yes, we praise the Lord and we offer Him a sacrifice of praise. And what that means is the Lord is calling us to sacrifice something for Him. uh, Something big. And what it is, is your life. He's asking you to sacrifice your life for Him. And when you do that, when you lose your life, you will truly be found the word of the Lord. Jesus says, only, only when you give up your life, you will find it. And me, and that's true life. Otherwise, it's pish posh. You can go around in circles doing the same thing over. You can make the word of God fit your lifestyle or your friend's lifestyle or whatever you want to make it fit to make it convenient. But that's not the point of being a Christian at all. That's a different gospel. That is not what we preach. That is not what I believe. Of course, you can believe whatever you want to believe. That is your right because you have your own mind. But that is like a sheep that's going astray, right? Because all all, the the sheep are scattered when they're not hearing their shepherd's voice and there is no other way to hear your shepherd's voice unless you're obeying him this is why jesus gives us this metaphor is those who follow me know me and hear my voice that's most important and if you don't know him as i was reading yesterday you're not going to hear his voice how are you going to follow him Mercy, he says, I desire mercy before sacrifice. He, he says he desires obedience. If you love me, you will obey me and keep my commandments. It's throughout the entire Bible. To disagree with that, you would have to disagree with thousands of scriptures. And if you want to go up against the God Almighty that created the universe and say that his word is void, then you might as well just say you're an atheist because there is no debilitating line there's either you're on god's team or you think you're on god's team and you're not because god is i just have to start off sorry reading the scripture this is not to be condemning in any way shape or form this is because i too was trying to make um scripture fit into for a long time what would be convenient for myself and it's only because little by little the lord shows me the the truth revealed in his word that i can say yeah all of god's word is true and i better do my best just do my best to follow him 
So Christ on a white horse, Revelation 19.11. Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that that with it he should strike the nations, and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of the Almighty God, and he has on his robe, on his thigh, a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. There is no other God besides he. He is the Lord of Lords, and you do have the right not to believe that, but I would not suggest it, because he he's not like a... <clears throat> A little girl uh, just ready to hand you cookies all the time. He's the Almighty God. He is the Lion of Judah that cannot be tamed. So we should not try to tame him because that is not only futile, it's ridiculous. I was just reading, oh, just momentarily ago, the scripture of um, Jesus. Oh, yeah, right here, Luke 2. So Simeon's getting to see. um, He was filled with the Holy Spirit when Jesus came to the temple. And he said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people. So that is where he is prophesying from the book of, I believe, Genesis, Jude. Oh, Revelation 19.5. Okay, I have to go back to that. Um, And yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. This is the Redeemer, Jesus, on on the white horse. All right, so I'm going to continue in Isaiah because that's what I really feel led to do is go through some chapters of Isaiah. Verse 21, 44, 21. Remember these, O Jacob and Israel, for you are my servant. I have formed you. You are my servant, O Israel. You will not be forgotten by me. I have blotted out like a thick cloud your transgressions and like a cloud your sins. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. Oh, sing heavens, for the Lord has done it. Shout, you lower parts of the earth. Break forth into singing, you mountains. Oh, forest and every tree in it. Oh, wow, I I didn't know that. And I was just seeing the trees. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob and glorified himself in Israel. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, and he who formed you from the womb. 
I am the Lord who makes all things, who stretches out the heavens all alone, who spreads abroad the earth by myself, who frustrates the signs of the babblers and drives diviners mad, who turns wise men backward and makes their knowledge foolishness, who confirms the word of his servant and performs the counsel of his messengers, who says to Jerusalem, you shall be inhabited, to the cities of Judah you shall be built, and I will raise up her waste places, who says to the deep, be dry and I will dry up your rivers who says of Cyrus he is my shepherd and he shall perform all my pleasure saying to Jerusalem you shall be built and to the temple your foundation shall be laid this Isaiah is talking about Judah and Israel are the two kingdoms of the ancient Hebrews And what David did is he united the kingdoms. And David had the keys of the kingdom. Well, I can tell you, we've been finding out the keys of the kingdom are unity in one spirit. And there's a lot of different Christian denominations out there. And we all have missing pieces to the puzzle. The word of God is true, shall not return void. Um, We are to be speaking in tongues and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Doesn't mean you're not filled with the Holy Spirit if you're not speaking in tongues, but this is going to give you access into the heavenly realms. So why wouldn't you? It's for everyone. And so many things that we are um, not a powerful army of God in this world because we're just, we're not unified. So we need to be unified under the word of God, under the mind of Christ. And this is what will happen when God's spirit is, when the whole world is redeemed except those that choose still not to. But God says that not one should perish. You're the worst person in the world God loves. So, and how do we quantify the worst person in the world? Probably the person that's lost in the most darkness. That's who Jesus came to die for. So don't think that you're not loved because of anything that you've ever done or haven't done that's wrong understand that there is a thing called sin and that is what the Lord comes to save us from so today the prophetic of Israel and Jerusalem um, is that or Israel and Judah is that that is that's us uh, Israel the northern kingdom was taken over by was it the Persians oh um, they are now the Gentile branch and um, Judah is Israel is his holy people of today and the tabernacle the temple is God dwelling in us in our spirit because God does not dwell in buildings the scripture says he dwells in the hearts of men so he's building up our temple our spiritual being our house our foundations need to be relayed so that the Lord can come and dwelleth inside of us but he's a holy God And he does not dwell in a temple that is corrupt and full of darkness. Darkness is sin. We don't understand that we're sinning while we're sinning because we've been doing it for so long. We don't even, a lot of us don't know the difference between what is holy and what is not. But God says, be holy for I am holy. And that is how he dwelleth inside of us. And then the word becomes our our breath as it's breathed out of us. <clears throat> and the temple oh 
The temple is us. He is redeeming his bride. And think about in ancient times when brides were getting married, they had this year of purification. And that was, they had to go through this series of cleanings. Think of Esther, right? And then she was redeemed. And then there was the Day of Atonement and Purim. And today, I just couldn't help but say, is the last day of the Tabernacle of Booths, which Jesus came in person and said in John, in the book of John, I am he, the fulfillment of, I am the Son of God. In front of thousands of Jews that day, in he fulfilled He fulfilled the prophecy by standing up and proclaiming himself to be the Son of God at the Feast of Booths. And today is the last day. It's a seven-week festival um, of the Feast of Booths, or Tabernacles is what we call it. So, he is coming to redeem his bride. (laughs) And next time, I'm going to talk about Cyrus and the prophetic call of who... God has shown me, is showing me, and I know other prophets as well, a word about him for today. The thick cloud that our transgressions are blotted out in, I believe also has to do with the return of Christ, as we know he's coming back in a cloud. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. The thing is, last word, last thing I want to say, The battle is already won. He already defeated death on Calvary. So all we have to do is pick up our sword and walk behind him and he will light our path. Have a wonderful day. Be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen.